Welcome to the August bonus episode of Writing Roots. Bonus episodes are our chance to bring in guests or go in more depth into different topics. The episodes will be longer and they'll be more casual. This episode features a member of our writing group, The Forge. We wanted to show firsthand how helpful a writing group like this can be to your writing. Just a quick disclaimer, though. With this being our group meeting, you'll hear a lot more noise, like paper shuffling. It kind of comes with the territory. Thanks for listening. Let's jump in. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. This is the bonus episode for August of 2019. We are talking about The Forge and writing clubs and how it's affected our lives. And so we have the three core members of The Forge here today. And I'm very excited. We're going to do our writing club meeting for this month here on the air so you guys can hear us and what we're talking about. So let's introduce ourselves really quick. Uh, I am Lee Hull. I'm a writer, editor, and kind of whatever-er. And... (laughs) Writing has been just a huge part of my whole life, so I just enjoy being part of Aspen House, and this writing group is great. I'm Crystal Hart, and I've been writing pretty much since I was five, and grabbed a pen and started coloring on a book that I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I love being part of this project and this group, and I couldn't find better people to work with. And I am Lee S's. I write action stuffs. And I've been part of this group for, let's see, three years now, about? About three years. Yeah. Since the the founding, which I think all three of us have been here since the founding, right? I was a little bit late. Like a month. Yeah. Not not much, much. but a little bit. (laughs) So uh, we're just going to, real quick, go around the room in the same order. We're going to talk about the genres we write in and what your current work in progress is. And then a little bit about the short story that we wrote for this meeting. So I write in mostly fantasy. Occasionally I'll dab into a little bit of magical realism. My current main project has been ongoing for about 10 years now. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't be me. Uh, I, I started the idea when I was in college and wrote a little bit, wrote a couple chapters put it down for, oh, probably about five years, and then finally picked it up again when I joined the writing club and changed the first entire three chapters when they were like, is this person important? Is this person important? Do you actually need characters? (laughs) I was able to pick it back up again, and I've made a lot more progress in just the last couple of months than I have in, you know, the 10 years prior. It's been a lot of fun, but that's my main work in progress. It's a fantasy novel, of course. It's technically a working title, but for now, it is called Amethysts and Emeralds. Which I like, because that's totally (laughs) brandable. It is very brandable, but it's also very fantasy generic. So it's it's a bit of a struggle for me. I want to keep it. I got it. There's nothing wrong with fantasy generic. (laughs) You can be city of Amethysts and Emeralds. But that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> wait, wait, I got it. Throne. <laughs> there we go. You throw a throne in there. Yes. <laughs> so um, it, I'm sure as you guys have guessed, the magic system is gemstone based. 
And the main two that I focus on in this particular book are amethysts and emeralds, which do two different kinds of magic. So on to my short story for the day, or we were given some writing prompts, and mine was a sword falls out of the sky and hits your windshield. So I got to write a short story about a real estate agent that is going out to try (laughs) to find a mansion in middle of nowhere when a sword falls into her windshield and dash and gets stuck like King Arthur style. Nice. So it's an adventure of what she has to do with the sword, which, by the way, is sentient. Even more fun. <laughs> Love it. Does it talk? It does. It's it's a very bright, happy sword. That's awesome. <laughs> it's not like Sword of Doom. It's a, hi. Yeah. Um, its first words are, let's go to, hi there. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but yeah, that's my short story for the day. So we'll be getting into that. Crystal. Uh, well, I write anything that is fantasy and uh, sci-fi and romance. <laughs> Young adult primarily, Young right? Adult, yes. At least the, the published ones. Yes. And right now I'm working on, I just finished uh, the Earth Warden series, which is my total baby. <laughs> Girl ends up in a fantasy world from her own world and goes back and forth. But I decided to dabble in werewolves and vampires and mermaids and witches. Nice. <laughs> so, oh, did you bring it to Camp Creepy today? I didn't bring you to Camp Creepy today. Just a quick sample. But the main girl, she uh, she ends up in this camp, and for quote troubled teens, and she comes to find out that they're all these supernatural beings. And she's totally creeped out. You know, if you were to walk up to a vampire and he tries to suck your blood, it'd be a little creepy. It's not like, oh, you're so handsome. <laughs> or, <Hey. laughs> or if you, you know, see this guy turn into a wolf, you're like, oh, that's so hot. No, it's totally creepy. <laughs> so it's called Camp Creepy. But, uh, you know, it takes some of the similar, you know, the falling in love and all of that, too, because it's a story. I just had a lot of fun with that. And today's story, I decided to have aliens fall from the sky to take over human bodies, kind of like their host. Possession. Uh But uh, they're quiet. (laughs) They're quiet for a while, so nobody really knows what's going on. They just start having weird behavior. Nice. I'm excited to read that one. I, Lieses, I write action primarily, some suspense, some thriller. Um, on the side, I'll do some dark fantasy, but I don't really intend to publish any of that, at least anytime soon. Um, my current work in progress is I just set aside double take to work on Afterlife, and I, cause, you know, the hamster was running and I can't really stop it. Afterlife is the sequel to Convicted, and the main characters who have solved and taken out the big bad guy in the last book are now trying to clean up the rest of the mess that he created. The short story I wrote, uh, my prompt was footprints to the house, but not from the house. So nothing falling from the sky this time. What? I thought I that's know. kind of our theme. I, I, you I broke guess so. it. I miss, I, I'm the one who assigned the writing prompts, and I still missed out on my own theme here. Just so our listeners know, the general style of how we do this is at the end of, we will meet every month. And at the end of the meeting, we will assign a writing prompt. We Our target word count is approximately 3,000 words. And we will rotate and trade during the next meeting and then talk on the other side. So break for editing montage. 
All right, so we are fast forwarding, what, 30, 40 minutes, something like that? Yep, just about. We finished editing. Well, jazz hands. Mostly finished editing. I'm a slow editor, okay? But you're a fantastic editor, so it's worth <laughs> it. Um, do you want to talk about yours first? All right. I edited Crystal's short story, and I really like it. Um, the The premise of it is, you know, she already kind of said aliens show up. Her main character is a news producer, writer. Um, kind of depends on where she is for what title she would get. Uh, a little bit of background. I used to be a news producer, so I kind of know what it's like on the behind the scenes part. And so a lot of my edits had to do with, oh, so this person would actually be called a reporter. And, you know, they wouldn't say this here. They would say this here. Uh, they'd be really vague. <laughs> because when news people don't know what's going on, vagueness is their, like, bread and butter. <laughs> so um, I kind of changed the UFO in the beginning to just object. It's an object that's out there. We don't know what it is, but it's an object. Until you get to the point where your boss says, Back to calling them UFOs, and that's where you can pick back up calling them UFOs. Because you had that, but you never went away from it. I also really like your use of branding language. Like, you are on top of that. <laughs> Way better than some of the reporters we've worked with. Because <laughs> that's one thing in the news, you're constantly told to use the branding language. Whatever news station you're at has their key phrases like, get the facts right, or, you know, first, live, local, whatever. They have those Get keywords. The facts, right? Should be implied in the fact that you're a news station. <laughs> what? Just saying. <laughs> if you can't tell, that was the uh, brand language for the station that both Lee and I worked on. Yes. And neither of us liked it because it's terrible. Um. Also, I really like the part where she's walking home and there's just chaos everywhere around her. <laughs> in and I think some of it needs to get tightened up a little bit. Some of the the phrasing was difficult to follow. But at the same time, you need to keep that element in there because this person's in shock. They're like, oh my goodness, things just fell out of the sky and then just attached themselves to everyone. What is happening? So you need a little bit of that like disoriented, I'm only kind of viewing what's going on around me kind of thing. But tighten it up a little bit. That's always hard to get is mm -hmm. the clarity when a character is disoriented. Yes. <laughs> and and it's a it's a really difficult balance because you have to make it so that the reader understands, but that they also feel what that character is going through. Mm -hmm. Just kind of tightening up that language and break maybe breaking up the the paragraphs a little bit differently. And I think it would work out uh, in general. I just, I really like it and I want to finish it, but I'm not done yet. <laughs> awesome. So did you encounter any troubles or like issues as you were writing this story? Well, I knew I was going to rely on you guys for <laughs> anything I didn't know about the news. Uh, but yeah, when, um, when I was writing about the chaos, that was kind of a sticky point was I was trying to figure out how to show that she does have a chaos, you know, like the confusion and 
there is an alien living inside her that she doesn't know about. So everything that she's feeling is going to be different. So Hard to establish. This is different in the first couple yes. of pages. <laughs> yes. I think you really pulled that off well, though, because you have a sense of urgency through the whole thing okay. of like, oh my goodness, there is this huge thing happening. We know nothing about it. And then, wait, what? You know, but the entire time I've I've been in the newsroom trying to write stuff while stuff is going down <laughs> and it's chaotic. It's It's frantic. And you did a pretty good job capturing that even without having been there for one of those moments. Awesome. Thanks. Um, who wants to go next? I go next. Yeah, I think that's been so our I read the story. What are you calling it? Uh, footprints. footprints. I, I suck at naming footprints. stuff, so that's what it's called. Well, I really liked Galen's personality. Oh, okay. I thought that as a magic person, whatever she is, was very, um, I could see how adept she was, and she knew it. She had that kind of confidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's should be my comment. There's a naked man in my kitchen. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's how the story goes. <laughs> it needs to start like with the guy kind of like off of kilter in his head. And I love it being where he puts naked. his butt on the counter. Yeah. Like, I cooked there last like, night. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> he's like sliding a sword across his empty thigh, like as he's trying to talk to her. Yeah, he's going to put it in the fry pan. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is he like cutting himself or just like yes. flat oh. cut, cutting himself open? Okay, yeah, she, she gave me the she yes. gave me the horror story. Psych- yeah, psychotic. <laughs> I told you if I'm writing fantasy, it's dark fantasy. <laughs> it's dark. It's nighttime. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Most of my comments are, um, and I I didn't change the story any. I thought it was great. I uh, most of my comments were just like um, moving sentence pieces around and hmm. talking about clarifying it. Uh, just repetitive words sometimes. Hmm. So the in the end of this story, the psychotic naked man leaves the house and she Yay. casts a spell at the end um, <laughs> to sort of look into the future of the sword that stabbed her. During okay, I wasn't sure what she was looking into the future for. Was it for herself or for the sword? For the sword. Okay. She needed something the sword touched and so she used her own blood for uh, okay. it. Um, did that feel superfluous? Because initially when I wrote it, it ended with him leaving. And then it was like short for word count. So I added a spell. (laughs) Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, there was a a jump from when he left and suddenly she's um, sleep is eluding her. Mm -hmm. Wait, she's in bed. We were in the kitchen. Okay. So yeah, I I felt like that scene wasn't necessary if you're going to keep it as a short story. Okay. If you wanted to lead into a novel, then I would leave the rest and clarify it. Okay. So either way, either way works. Yeah, I don't intend to do a whole lot with it, but I have, I gave it to Jeremiah and he requested that I make it into a full story. <laughs> but he likes all my fantasy stuff more than my action stuff. So fantasy is awesome. That's why. <laughs> so if you, if you were just going to post this as a short story, I would, I would end it with him walking out. Okay. Good to know. So what kind of things did you encounter while writing this that may have been a little bit troublesome? Um, the last, but two, three session writing groups that we've had, I wrote like half again as many words as we're supposed to. So this time I'm like, okay, I'm going to write it really short. And of course, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast or not, but I handwrite everything first and then type it up. So I have no clue of my word count. 
I'm just like, okay, tell him the story. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to make it short this time. And it ended up being too short. So I debated, do I add a scene? Do I leave it short? Do I like fluff it up in the middle? And the last one is almost never the right answer. But I felt like it had a good ending where it was. You can always have more dialogue. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She was trying to get through the moment as fast as possible. Because, again, naked guy slicing but his own thigh in the kitchen. if he wants to keep talking, I mean, yeah. <laughs> she can't help it. Shut him up. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing about this is this is our rough draft, maybe first edit versions of these mm-hmm. stories in general. Sometimes we'll bring something we've been working on a little bit longer and edit it a little bit more. But when we have these stories, it's okay that we have short stories or too long stories mm-hmm. because we have that time to go and adjust it. The purpose of the writing group is to help each other recognize those things and then move from there to improving. So level up. Yes. To put it in gaming terms. We gain XP. (laughs) That's why I like to read books on writing Mm. during the month and then bring what I know to the table. Nice. Yeah. That's a really great thing. Yeah. (laughs) I should read. (laughs) Reading is essential. (laughs) Okay. So I edited Lee Hole's story. And um, she had Sky Strike. This was the sword falling out of the sky for the realtor into her dashboard. I was laughing a lot during it. And it's like half of my notes are smiley faces and LOLs. I especially liked Sky, the name of the sword. You didn't genderize the voice at all. And I assume that was intentional. Yes, it was very intentional to keep the sword non-gendered. Okay. I kind of imagine it voiced by Doug, the dog from Up. That is perfect. Hi there. Sorry if I scared you. (laughs) I can't do voices, but that's exactly what Sky sounded like to me. Um, Nice job in keeping it gender neutral. Uh, That was a lot of fun. I kind of feel like we could have introduced uh, Talia, was it? The the sorceress, the evil sorceress. Um, Give her a name because it felt like in Act 3 we learned the bad guy's name. Another note, uh, realtors and appraisers are two different jobs. You can't have one person be both. Just a little side note (laughs) there. (laughs) My my dad works in mortgage, so actually knows way too much about this sort of thing. Lee, me, never mind. Um, (laughs) You had a couple of moments where you had a this and that, which were synonyms. And so it kind of slowed down the action a couple of moments. Um, Ella cursed in confusion and anger at the thing as that had just stabbed her car. Like confusion and anger. I mean, the cursing implies anger, so maybe just leave confusion, or you can find a word that kind of means both. A couple of small moments there, and in traditional me style, I ended up breaking up a lot of sentences. And you know, one thought, one sentence is a big part of my writing style and my genre, and so a lot of my editing was based around that. My writing style is very long sentences. <laughs> yes. You had like four different thoughts in one sentence at one point. I'm like, mm, let's Me? break this up. Never. Of course not. Miss <laughs> Newswriter, you should know that by now. Yeah, but my news writing is very different from my fantasy writing. Very I get true. to be flourishy in my fantasy writing. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to do that with my, you know, flourishy fantasy style and then have her have a news style writing. And that, oh, that was another comment I wanted to make. That did come through. Yes. Um, you were very precise in the news writing. I could tell even without tags 
on who was speaking, I could tell who was talking. I could tell that was the reporter Yay! because it was a very distinct <laughs> voice. One more note, just because I'm me. You had uh, quite a bit in the beginning talking about insurance, which I thought was great and perfectly in character. I kind of wanted to bookend that at the very end with uh, the distraction of the mansion and you know the, <laughs> the bleeding out all over the floor. It's like, <laughs> oh, the insurance is going to kill me for this. And you have some sort of insurance joke to end it. <laughs> but I definitely enjoyed it and I had a lot of fun. I was giggling like the entire time. So that perfectly segues into the problem I had when writing this. Oh. And it's a problem I have when writing everything. Procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> so I finished this story while I was at work today. And I probably wrote about half of it today. Nice. It was more than that because, uh, or less than that because this description here, about halfway through, you sent me earlier this week. So. Oh, that's true. There's that. Maybe a third. <laughs> maybe maybe about a third. But it it is a constant problem of mine. I procrastinate and I procrastinate. My I felt like my beginning was really well thought out, really well developed because I had written that a while ago. And then my end just, I did it feel really rushed. To me, a little bit, but um, it didn't feel like we were working up to killing the sorceress as much. So it it was this setup, I think, more than the actual execution. And I use that word doubly. But if we knew her name and it's like, oh, well, she has the power of blood and vines or whatever it is that, I mean, that's the magic that I remember seeing in this. But um, working up to that, I think, would have been helpful. And then when we actually kill her, it's like, okay, cool. So better setting up the end. And again, that is because I procrastinated. I didn't get the chance to read, go through it and do my second edit. This is a very, very rough draft. And it had to be finished because I, I work in a job where I kind of sit around and I wait for things to happen. And then when things happen, I have to act right then. Hurry up and, and so, wait. yeah, it's a, it's a lot of hurry upping, hurrying. It's a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I can decide like, yeah, I should have plenty of time today to write things, which was my yesterday. I was like, yeah, I should have plenty of time to do things. And then everything hit the fan. Nice. And I had no time to do anything. And I was planning on doing that that reread today. But today I had to finish it. And it just things fall apart because I procrastinate for too much. Nice. So I'm kind of thinking for our writing prompts this next time. I'm thinking we'll do something a little bit longer. So whatever your work in progress is, bring the first like 20,000 words. Yes. Um, and <laughs> I don't know if I have 20,000 words. Well, You'll oh, have I do. Three weeks. I do. Oh, good. Yeah. So uh, we, we'll just go over the first act approximately of your book. And so if you have your book split into three acts, then you can go up to 40,000 words. I'm looking at Crystal right now. <laughs> I am so proud of myself. I am almost under 100,000 words, but I've got to try to fit the fight scene in there. The but the fight, fight scene's scene. the best part. I know. I might go over. <laughs> so uh, I'm thinking let's do one week prior Send it to me and I will disperse it out to different members of the writing club. And then uh, they will have that last week to edit it, read it over and edit it. And then we can just talk about it on our way back. Does that work? Yeah. So will we be looking at everybody's or just one person's? Um, I'm thinking just one person's. 
Okay. Then, then it's not too much of a homework assignment for any one person. Any, you know, procrastinator. Yeah. I'm, I'm, now I'm looking <laughs> at you. <laughs> so um, before we wrap it up, I just wanted to ask our guest, Crystal, what is it that you enjoy most about having a writing group? Well, first off, I think the accountability. Hmm. You know, I can sit there and write stories all day long because I, I write every day. If I don't, then I feel like I'm dying inside. But I don't necessarily write something that's not a book, like a short story, mm-hmm. or um, critiquing. Critiquing. I really value critiquing you guys' work and and getting your input because I can I can grow that way, and I am extremely passionate about growing as a writer. I will do almost anything to grow as a writer, <laughs> <laughs> and really, that's the best outlook to have because we're never done. We're never Mm -hmm. at our last book. We're never perfectly knowledgeable about how to write stories. And so this opportunity that we've created with our writing group to not only practice writing and those skills, but practice editing and being edited Mm -hmm. is invaluable because we do get to bounce ideas off each other. We do get to point out weaknesses to each other. Like, Like Ashley told me, I use really long sentences that probably should be broken up because there's too many thoughts in one. That's something that I kind of know about myself, but I don't implement it enough. So having this group to call me out and say, fix this is amazing. Yeah, the honesty. Yeah. And I think it's kind of fun that we all kind of write different genres because (laughs) that's definitely a short sentences are definitely an action kind of thing. And long sentences are definitely a fantasy kind of thing. And dialogue is very much a YA kind of thing. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And so we all have our different expertises that we can bring to the table and help each other with in the different genres so that it's not too narrow. Yeah. And I think that's the best part is having input and having a lot of different minds on it because you knew you could write the newsroom scene. Because you would, you, you could write it faithfully because you have people. Who Three are, heads are better than one. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that about wraps it up for today. Thank you, Crystal, for joining Yay. us. Uh, we hope to have you again as another guest sometime. Um, I, Absolutely. Yay. We'll go ahead and sign out. Yeah. And don't forget, as you go through your week, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. <laughs>